With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, March 21st, and we are here to take the mystery out of your financial life on the first day of the work week. Although, Mark, don't you get the sense that pretty much everyone you know works seven days a week? I mean, part of that is the way that we manage our lives. And maybe you guys find this also that, you know, Mark and I kind of work for ourselves-ish, but, you know, we've got responsibilities. So I will often get a an email over the weekend about something that really is relevant to work. And it's it used to be a hundred years ago where you wouldn't send an email over the weekend because you wouldn't want to like put the onus on somebody. Now it's like you send the email because you want it off your to-do list and you say, oh, let me just get it out there. But I'm always a little bit jealous slash surprised slash judgmental when I don't get an email response back over the weekend from somebody. And that's so stupid. I I should shift that. That's not cool. I have to give people the day off. If you've got a financial question, you can send it to us seven days a week, 24 hours a day. We may not respond immediately, but Mark has something neat that's set up. It's an autoresponder that says, thanks. Hang on. We'll be getting to you. If you go to the website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and you can tell us what's on your mind. At the end of the form, click a little box that says, I would come on the air with you and you'll make our day. Today, we are joined by Jennifer. She is on the line from Connecticut. Hello, Jennifer. What's on your mind? How can we help you out? So I have a question for you going forward on retirement contributions. Okay. A little backstory. My husband and I moved from Florida to Connecticut about four years ago, and I stopped working at the time. When I did that, we reduced his, so we weren't getting any federal tax taken out because we have four small kids. So Wait a minute. How old are the kids? Seven, five, three, and one. Mark, don't you ever complain about anything ever again. Scott, that, let's just do that. Let's do that slowly. Seven, five, Seven. three, yep. and one. Yeah. And I have an 18-year-old stepson, but. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So you have all these kids. And four years ago when you moved, you stopped what, what did you reduce withholding and so that you kept more of your check or did you Correct. actually just did you stop it altogether? Um, it wound up being stopped altogether okay. because it wasn't he didn't have a whole lot being taken out anyway. OK, how much how much was he making at the time? Probably around 60. He's making 80 now. Got it. Um, and are you working now? Or are you? I mean, how could you work? You've got 100 children no. in your no, I'm back at work. I work from home, so it's great. Oh, my God. You're like a little old lady in the shoe. Oh, my <laughs> God. How much do you earn now, Jennifer? I'm at 117 Have you been withholding since, or like how did this all work out? Give me the timeline. Yeah, no, we made some mistakes. So <laughs> I didn't realize, I guess, when setting up your withholdings, there's the little button to click that there's multiple incomes. Yeah. 
So even when I went back to work and I put in the four dependents, there was no federal tax coming out. So the first year it was fine because I only worked a half a year and the income that we had combined, um, it wasn't a problem. Okay. The second year, it wasn't a problem because we got solar panels installed and the federal credit we got covered us. Okay. Last year, it became a problem. Okay. So last year, meaning we're talking tax year 2021 and you filed already? Yes, we filed and we owed uh, about 15000 Okay. That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. So thank God. Okay. No, no, no. So going we, we've no, got no, it set up no, going, no. <laughs> we, we've got it set up going forward. Okay. Um, that we're getting the proper taxes taken out and all that. So okay. we're, we're fine going forward. Mm-hmm. However, to do that, we reduced our, um, I'm a federal employee. So I'm in the TSP. My husband is a federal contractor. So he just has a 401k. Okay. So we, we reduced both of those down to 5%. I had been doing the max, the 20500 or 19500 okay. at the time. Yep. Um, and he was doing, I think, like 10% of his income. Okay. So we reduced that down to the match, the full match for both of us. In combined retirement, well, so at the start of March, I, I pull our numbers once a month. I go through each of our accounts and just kind of track our numbers. Okay. At the start of March, we had just over a million dollars in retirement. Wow. Wait a second. How old are you guys? I'm 40 and my husband's 38. A million bucks? Four kids? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, well, I started at 18, so. Oh, my God. Fantastic. <laughs> out. Okay. Going forward, like I'm due, as a federal employee, you get certain raises, you know, based on time, not on anything else. Sure. So like this, later this summer, I get a raise. It's a small raise, about $3,000. What should we do with that? We have money. We we did pull from our emergency fund to pay the taxes, and we're working to get that balance back up to where it needs to be. How much is in the emergency reserve right now? Right now, just over 10000 What is the ideal amount? Like, what do you need? What's your six months of expenses? So our home's paid for. What? Um, yeah. Wow. No wonder you have no money in um, non-retirement assets. Um, <laughs> yes. Hold on a second. Home is paid for. How much is it worth? Probably five seventy-five. Continue. Okay. So what do we have to get up the uh, the emergency reserve from? What do we have to get it up to? I'd say twenty twenty-five thousand. Okay. So a million dollars in retirement, ten grand in emergency reserves. There's no other non-retirement assets, right? A little bit in different savings accounts. So we we set aside every paycheck for travel, a new car, Christmas gifts, birthday parties, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have a, a bucket of money for those things. Yeah, but that's going to be spent. Correct. Yeah, no no um, non-retirement mutual funds or anything. Yeah, no non-earmarked funds, right? Because you need that money. Okay, and how much is, just so I know, just in case the blank hit the fan, how much is, would you say, is total in those savings accounts for all those different things? Probably twenty-five to 30000 right now. All right. So really, if something horrible happened, you do have that because you wouldn't be taking so many vacations. But yes. Right. Okay. Exactly. Well, we just still want to build that up. Okay. So now, given that you have reduced your retirement contributions down to 5%, how is the cash flow? We're fine. I mean, you know, if we could increase our spending every week, that would be great. But we would also hit that number every week. You know, it's funny how your spending grows when the money you have to spend grows. Yeah, we always we call that lifestyle creep. Like all of a sudden, it's costing more to me to live my life than it did when I was making no money because I just spend on more stuff. Right. Okay. So, so any money in the children's names right now? Um, we have very small bank accounts. You know, whenever they get a fifty dollar check for their birthday or Christmas, I toss that in. 
um, and they don't know about it. We do have a 529 for each of them. Okay. This seven-year-old has the most. She's got about 13000 And then the other three are right around between 1500 and 2000 depending on the market. And are you using pre-tax retirements or using Roth retirements for you guys? Everything's Roth. The Everything's GFP's Roth. Roth. Our IRAs are Roth and my husband's 401k is Roth. Okay. And then also we're paying about 40000 45000 a year for the nanny right now. Good and God. We'll have her for another probably year, year and a half. And then the youngest will be three or four. So she'll be in preschool. Um, th- so the plan would be at that point, funnel some of that money into 529s for the kids, 20000 a year probably. Mm-hmm. And then I can also possibly use that money at that time to increase my 401 or TSP, my husband's 401k. Are you going to be completely bummed out when I tell you to just forget about your kids for a second and let's take a deep breath? Sure. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about them. I think about them too often. I get where you're going in terms of, you you know, sort of looking at the nanny as a child expense and then reallocating it to a different child expense. So I know that that's what sort of seems to make sense. However, I think you guys have done a great job of accumulating this million bucks in retirement funds. I really would love to see you guys go back to the max for each of you, for both of you rather. And I really would love to see that because, I mean, look, you got four kids. It's going to be like almost impossible to just save enough money to put four kids through school. I mean, you're going to have two in school at the same time for a couple of years, just when you feel like you've got some, like, it's like on a rolling two-year basis, you're going to have eight years of like a horror show. I know that you want to do that, but I guess I'm wondering if you can try to get the 401k up a little bit more, even Mark, what would you be, if they don't max the 401k and the TSP, what level would you feel comfortable them getting to before they start putting money away for the kids? At what what percentage do you think? At least 10, maybe even more. But I'd also like them have some non-retirement assets. They don't really seem to have much going on in that department. Yeah. I, so here's what I was thinking. It's exactly where I was going with this, that, you know, I'm wondering that, you know, you get this $3,000 raise, just do me a favor, then just pop your contribution level. Just go to like, seven percent. See how that feels. Okay. I mean, right now I can bump it up to six percent. Why don't we try to do six Okay, for both of you or just you? Uh, For just me right now. Yeah. Just the way that we've been kind of waiting for the the federal tax stuff to settle down just Mm -hmm. to kind of see. So where we are right now with our spending money, like I can easily bump it up six percent and we wouldn't notice it. And then I think I did the math and I can get it to like eight or nine percent when I get the raise. Is that including putting money into your um, emergency reserve or instead of putting money in the emergency reserve? It's instead of. Um, Mm. My husband, (laughs) okay. Yeah, I was going to say, my husband has like a part-time gig. It doesn't net a whole lot of money, but he does get probably $1,500 every three or four months. So we're planning to throw that in to the emergency reserve, but. All right, let's do this. How about this? I'm going to split the difference with you. Go to 6% in your TSP, Okay. And then when you get your raise, you can go to 7% and any extra cash flow goes into the emergency reserve fund. You build that up. Okay. When that gets to your, you know, I I would say your ideal level of whatever it is, 20 or 25 grand, then you turn back to your retirement accounts and you both are going to try to get to, I'm going to say 
10, 12%, somewhere around there. Okay. I think that'll be fine. You'll be good. And you've got a lot of money saved. So I don't want to like discount that. Now, hopefully this gets you to the point where the nanny is kaput. I mean, you're going to still have, you're not going to have zero cost because the kids still are young, right? So let's say it goes from 45 to more like 15 for stuff, babysitters kind of thing. All right. So now we have $30,000. Now, what portion of that would you feel comfortable putting away for the kids? Like I'm sort of feeling like that money that your husband gets on the side, like the side hustle money, that can just go into the 529 accounts. You know, we can use that. But I think that you have to tell me like how much you're willing to work relative to how much you want to save for these kids. Because obviously every dollar that is not going into your retirement or even your non-retirement and going towards the kids is kind of like extends your work life. You know what I mean? So I don't know how you're feeling about that. I guess you have four kids. It's a long time. You got um, 20 years at least ahead of you, right? So just to get them through college, I would probably go like three quarters retirement, one quarter education. Mark, what do you want to do? It's about 30,000 you're saying to play with? Yeah. Uh, I mean, how important, I mean, they already have a good amount of money saved. They're going to keep saving. How important is funding college to you guys? It's important. I was looking at it. I think in Connecticut, you can get up to $10,000 credit on your income tax. So I was definitely trying to hit that number just for those purposes. Yeah. That's the Um, Connecticut Higher Education Trust or CHAT. That's a good plan. Yeah. Well, what if we did 10? How about if we did 10 for the kids and 20 for you guys? that works. Focus that into the retirement accounts. And then once that's hit, then do the non-retirement stuff. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Because, you know, listen, the non-retirement you can use for college. Listen, if you're going to have kids, you're making a good chunk of money, but you actually could potentially qualify for some financial aid and some grants and stuff just because the sheer numbers (laughs) are are phenomenal. And also because you have kids, you will have kids in school at the same time, right? So, it's a little bit of a dance. So I think saving is a good idea. If we had $30,000, I think it's fair to say, you know, if you put an extra 10 grand into his into his retirement, an extra 10 grand into yours, and then the extra 10 split among the kids, I think that's okay. Let me ask you some more, um, more critical questions uh, like, Tell me about life insurance for these 100 children of yours. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've got that through work. I've got just a shy of a million dollars on myself. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure what my husband's is. I know it's multiple of his salary. I think it's five times his salary. Okay. I mean, he should have probably a million also. If he can buy more, that would be good. And how about wills and power of attorney and that kind of stuff and healthcare proxy? Yeah, we've got all that taken care of. Oh, you see, a happy Jill right here. I think you're in good shape, though. And I think that, you know, it's it's like a bad lesson to learn, Jennifer, about the withholding. On the other hand, it could have been so much worse. I was getting prepared as you were telling the story that I was going to be like, oh, this is a, a real serious like this. I thought it was gonna be like 50 grand or something. So oh, yeah, no, I think I- you're you're re- like weirdly lucky that it was what it was. Oh, yeah. No, I was panicking, too. When I was seeing the numbers, I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, here we go. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Let's uh, let's do that. Then um, get your get that emergency reserve fund going. Build up the retirement account. 
get the non-retirement assets and start setting aside some moolah for the kids. All right. uh, If you, like Jennifer and her husband, must have multiple children and not even a multiple birth in there, uh, then we're here to help you out. Give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. While you're on the website, just do me a favor. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter. And also, please leave us ratings and reviews on Apple. It really does help us out. It helps promote the show. It helps bring the show to other people who could maybe benefit from it. Ah, so good. Very happy to be here today. Great way to start the week. Uh, Try to lift someone up today. It will make that person feel better. It will make you feel better. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 